Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Louisiana Ladies. My name is Melissa Torito and I am the creator and host of this podcast. I am joined each episode by Lainey Edelman, our outstanding self-taught podcast producer. We would love for you to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a new episode. We would also appreciate a rating and review of the podcast when subscribing. We're also on social media, both Instagram and Facebook at Louisiana Ladies Podcast. Additionally, you can reach us by email at louisianaladiespodcast at gmail.com. Guess who's back? I'm back again. Melissa's back. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's so great. That is that is you and I <laughs> in a nutshell. <laughs> I wish somebody could have seen Kate's face. She's like, I'm back. I'm like, no, I'm back. I was not here. Last Actually, time. we're all back. We're all back. We're all, we're all back. back. But I love that this is so you and me. Like, it's it's clearly about me. <laughs> That sums up the engagementship, <laughs> that right there, that we did not plan. Oh my gosh, I love it. I love okay. it. But I'm excited that you're back. I'm kind of excited that yes. I'm back. I'm excited to be back on the podcast, and we love having Kate yeah. and Lainey. Hey. Love Lainey. So, before we talk about the trip, though, I just thank y'all very much for recording a podcast. Yeah. Um, I thought y'all did a great job. It was awesome to listen to as I took my lovely walk in Hawaii. I know you sent those beautiful pictures. Yeah. So you sent those pictures, and I'm like, know, let me look around at my nice it, That desk. wasn't my view that day. No, yeah. You had some beautiful views. It was amazing. Um, I So, we, we were gone for almost two weeks, which... That is the longest time I've ever taken a vacation. That's ever. a lot. It was Sounds a, awesome. It was yeah. a long time. But it was not too long. Yeah. At all. <laughs> it was, I, it, we left on a Sunday. We didn't get to Hawaii till uh, Monday, June 6th. But we, my thing with the flights, who yeah, flying nowadays, good luck. Yeah. Good luck if you actually, I mean, just because you take off does not mean that you're going to land where you are supposed to land. Oh, I feel did like. that happen to y'all? No, okay. but, I've heard, but I think people got <laughs> stuck in like Atlanta this past weekend. So oh, yes. So uh, we had to connect out of Denver, which didn't make a lot of sense, but the flights, Pickens were yeah. slim when it came to flights. So we just flew to the to Denver Sunday and they have just FYI, if anybody ever needs to go to Denver, they have a very nice Westin in their airport. Yeah. So we stayed there and woke up on Monday and caught our flight to Hawaii without any issues. And the flight to Hawaii, if anybody's ever been, it's lengthy. It's seven hours from it's Denver. It's lengthy. Oh wow. Yeah, no, it's not a short. Yeah. It's not a short flight. I watched two movies and read half a book. I yeah. didn't know it was that far. Oh, you are far. It's you a, are on it's an island. You're literally on an island. If you do it in one day, it's a full day of travel. It's a full day yeah. of travel. So the other thing, though, is Hawaii, It from Baton Rouge, is a five-hour time difference. So it is five hours behind from Baton Rouge. So if it's 8 a.m. in Baton Rouge, it's 3 a.m. in Hawaii. That is a pretty, I mean, it's not like going to Europe, I'm sure. But it's over not the course far. of a day. Uh-huh. It's not far off. Yeah, it's not far off. Yeah. The only time I've been to Europe was Greece, and it was an eight-hour difference. Yeah. So it's not Not crazy. Five hours. I think once you get four and over, it's a pretty significant significant time difference, right? So, like, you know, let's just say timing things like calling my parents 
it, me and Patrick, we, we sleep in, I work out most of the time, just like, or take a walk or whatever. So it's like 10 or 1030 by the time we're eating brunch. Well, that's like 330 here. Mm-hmm. So if I didn't call my parents, I can't call them when I, before I go to dinner, you know, right, because yeah. it's like 10 o'clock here. So it. I personally use the the time difference to my advantage. As you should. Yeah, to disconnect. To totally disconnect. And so here is my public service announcement number one. For all, for everyone. if For everyone. Business women, anybody that's involved in the community, anyone. The Saturday before we left, I took that Outlook app. I held it down on my phone. And Amazing. I deleted it from Wow. That is huge. Oh, it's huge. This is... This has probably been a life-changing vacation, honestly. Yeah. And my mindset shifted from what if something happens? What if something comes up? What if somebody gets my out of office and they just don't see it? To that's actually not my problem while I'm on vacation. Yeah. I have set boundaries. I have prepared. I, I did prepare just in full disclosure I've told people that I did that, and they're like, I could never do that. Well, I didn't just leave on a Sunday without telling anyone. Yeah. The two weeks prior, I was making a pending list, outstanding items list for my team. I got with my two managers before I left. I emailed the clients that I mainly work on and our referral sources that send us prospects and proposals. So I did all of this, right? And let me just tell you what's funny. And this goes, we've talked about this before, how hard we are on ourselves. Yes. I sent about 10 emails to clients and referral sources, okay? Do you think I had one email that came back and said, I can't believe you're going to be gone for two weeks, Melissa, and not check emails? Right, not one. Not no, one. They were probably They probably said, good for you. Yes. Yeah. They were like, I had one that was like, oh, does this mean I just need to get into your, like, I need to jump on a plane and come with you so I can <laughs> ask you, question, you questions, like, as a joke. But most... If I got a reply, it was like, good for you. Enjoy yourself. And I copied somebody on my team so they knew who to respond, you know, who to who to reach out to. Well, and I think something good that you do every time that you go on vacation is a few weeks before you add it to your signature that you're going to be oh, yeah. out. So, I mean, you prepare so well so that you really can enjoy your time off. Okay, but, that is a good tip. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. my signature will say, please note, I will be out of the office from, you know. So, I said I was going to be out from June 3rd to June 20th. The third was the pr- Friday before I left. And the reason I do that the day before I'm actually going to leave is because if something new comes up while I'm trying to leave, I'm not going to get to it anyway. Yeah. So I'm just going to pretend like I'm out of the office. So sorry, clients that might be uh, listening to this. I was actually <laughs> around that Friday and addressed a few things. But again, if I get a big project and the client thinks I'm here on June 3rd because I'm not leaving until June 5th, well, I'm not going to get it done in two days. Yeah. Um, I, I do that. And I've learned my lesson. I have done that before for vacations and had great vacations and other vacations. I'm like, I'm not super swamped. Like, it'll be fine. And like, I leave and all hell breaks loose, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone can do it. Everyone can do it. I will say I have a huge advantage that I have a spectacular team. Yeah. I have a spectacular team and I have told them I would not be able to do this. Well, I wouldn't be able to do what I do on a daily basis without them, but I knew that they would be able to figure it out. I just my 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 leaders in the department, everybody in the department's great, but real hats off to Casey Malasaw because he really steps up to the plate. I got back to over 600 emails. The vast majority of them were just things I needed to kind of be like, "Oh, 
Casey took care of it. Haley took care of it. Tara took care of it. Donna took care of it. And it was just kind of sorting through all of that. So um, that's my first PSA about deleting your Outlook app. It can be done. It can be done. Set those boundaries. If people don't respect those boundaries, that is ultimately not your problem. Look, I'm going on a little tangent here. But that's the reality. It's a good lesson. I did have some people that emailed me. And then email me a couple, I didn't know this until I got back, mm-hmm. and he emailed me a couple of days later checking on it, and I thought, okay, if you, I mean, my out-of-office mm-hmm. was super explicit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> email this, call this number. I'm like, if, you, if you're going to ignore my out-of-office, that's not my problem. Right. So, yeah. and if you're out of the office, and you put your out-of-office on, and you say you're not checking emails, Be and you reply to people, mm-hmm. now you're just enabling them. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. It's just like children. I feel yeah. like it's just like children. Okay. Here's my other public service announcement. Always, any vacation, Hawaii, beach, whatever, come back on a Friday. That is a good tip. I have done that for years. We leave on Saturday or Sunday, and we come back on a Friday. Yeah. That is smart. I hate coming back on a Sunday and knowing, like, I have to do all my laundry, and I have to go to the grocery store and all these things, because then... It kind of throws away all of this relaxation that you just had Oh, and being stressed. I woke up. on Now, Hawaii, going, I wasn't as jet lagged. Coming back, me and Patrick were like, oh, my God, we lost. And I'll tell you all about all that later. Uh, You know, we lost some time. But also, it was just nice on Saturday to be like, I looked at Patrick and I was like, aren't you just so glad that it's Saturday? I wouldn't have been able to go to work anyway. I was Mm -hmm. so jet lagged. But do that for yourself, you know. And it's, um, I've done that. I don't feel guilty about it. I don't try to come back on a Thursday so I can get one day of work in. It's Again, we're not doctors at a CPA firm, okay? Um, here's my other tip, thanks to Lainey. Ooh, a Lainey tip. So, not low expectations. The day, before, <laughs> the day before we left, I had all my clothes out on my guest bed, and I looked at the clothes on the guest bed, and I looked at my suitcase, and I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get these clothes into this suitcase. And Lainey said... Do you have packing cubes? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I do, but I don't actually have enough. So, so thanks to Lainey with the packing cubes, and thanks to Miss Lisa, who is my shipped shopper, who oh, shops for us all the time, I went on to Shipped. I love Shipped. Okay. Yeah. Love it. I have not had a bad experience with it. I went to the Target, you know, shopped at Target through the app, and literally bought, I probably bought $100 worth of stuff for the trip packing cubes like a you know a toothbrush thing or whatever and she kind of you know she ended up like she always writes a little note and she's like have fun on your trip because it's all trip stuff but the packing cubes okay have you ever used packing cubes? i have not okay but it's life-changing yeah i've heard about it on multiple podcasts and that's what everybody says them until this year but last year i went on a trip with some girlfriends um, and you know, we're on a budget, so we flew the lovely Spirit Airlines. <laughs> so I shared a suitcase with a friend because it's like $60 to check a bag. And she had packing cubes, and all of her stuff was in like a quarter of the suitcase. And I feel like my stuff is literally everywhere, like spilling mm-hmm. all over the place. And after that, I have always used them, and they're amazing. 
Okay, I need to. I need to do. I this. actually had like spare room in my suitcase after, and it's wow. not like these aren't vacuum sealed. It is just the fact that it's like okay, workout clothes here, mm-hmm. bathing suits mm-hmm. cover ups here, nighttime wear here, loungewear here, and you just and your and the packing cubes fit. And the only mm. thing that's really outside of the packing cube for me is I just I had a few pairs of sandals. I did not. I don't bring a ton of shoes when I travel. I mean, I couldn't believe I couldn't believe I put all that stuff in the suitcase, and also. Guess how much my suitcase weighed? 49 and a half pounds. 49. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to to Joel again, but I was like, they're going to, I'm going to annoy the crap out of them. They're going to be like, okay, Melissa, we get it. You're traveling. Yeah. <laughs> um, so those are, those, those were the, the, the tips that I have. But um, Hawaii to me is one of my favorite places to go. It is, it is the, it is a journey to get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if we would have done the Denver to Hawaii thing, our total, Flying time would have probably been 10 hours that day. Um, but I don't know what it is about it. Like, I've talked to a few people at the firm, and one of our partners here is like, I'd rather just go to Destin. Hawaii so far. I'm not sure if it's the time difference, it's, it's or if it's the fact that you know you're on an actual island. Um, it's not Destin. Destin's beautiful, but to me, Hawaii is not Destin. Yeah. They, the... Um, the pace of life there, it's just slower paced. Mm-hmm. It's very awesome to learn, to meet people and learn about how they live there. Um, we did a submarine tour and the tour guide on the, oh, I know. Wow. What? Yeah. It was cool. You I got in a submarine? An uh, actual submarine. I thought what? my poor husband was going to have a panic attack. Sorry, yeah. Patrick, because it was a little... Was it a little nerve-wracking? Well, it, like, we were the last people to get on the boat, and it's kind of hard to explain, but basically they just kind of like file you in and by the time me and Patrick get there it's almost like no space because they're still trying to like you know you have to you walk down these walk down a ladder and then they've got to like tie everything up so that you can yeah and I'm like Patrick's like (sighs) you know I'm like yeah okay it's but it is tight but it is it's really it's really cool but the tour guy he's lived in Hawaii for eight years and uh that's because he went on a two-week vacation and never came back wow see I have a cousin that I probably haven't seen since I was maybe four years old and he is a diver for the army which most people don't even know that's a thing yeah um and he lives in Hawaii so my mom and I like need to go visit him yeah (laughs) yeah I mean it's so the weather there is also I mean compared to the fact that I'm still sweating from being outside like an hour ago so I, I really love the weather there I will say Maui we went to Maui Six years ago, this this time we went to the big island. I think it's just Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And Maui seemed a little bit less humid and cooler. But somebody did tell us while we were there that they've had a little bit more humidity. But I'm just telling you, it's not like this. It's much less humidity. It's not like you're going to, it's not like you're going to Denver, right? And you're, mm-hmm. But it is like, to me, it's the perfect temperature to where you could be in your bathing suit you're not sweating, but you're also not cold. Yeah, that's the best. When you just don't even feel anything. And, right. And the breeze there is a cool breeze, not like a, a hair dryer that we have right now. If yeah. It actually blows outside. <laughs> it's just like, it's just hot air. And so um, there's a ton of stuff to do in Hawaii. I won't go into too much detail. Me and Patrick like to rent a car a few days. I mean, we were there for 10 days, 11, because we, we were there for 10 nights. Um, we rented a car, went and did some sightseeing. There's a lot of good hiking in Hawaii, but it is probably moderate to difficult. And I wasn't into that this particular trip. Um, and then laid on the beach, 
our view was amazing from our room. It's yeah. just, it's hard to explain. I need to probably need to post a few pictures, but yeah. it was, the, the sunset was right outside of our room every night. You never get sick of a sunset. I mean, yeah. I, mean I probably have 25 pictures of sunsets. Yeah. They kind of all look the same, but like for some reason, you never every day get you sick need of to them. document You're like, it. The sun is setting. Um, so it was, it was by far one of the best vacations that me and Patrick have ever had. I, I just, I'm going to say this and I'm going to sound cheesy. So sorry, Patrick, if I'm going to embarrass you. But like, I just love spending time with my husband. Aww, he is literally yeah. my favorite person in the world. Well, and why that. don't you say why y'all went on the trip? What was it to celebrate? Oh, yes. It was to celebrate. Technically, Patrick gave me this trip for my 40th birthday. Okay. My birthday was in November and it, he booked this trip to Hawaii, which I was like, Wow, that was the nicest thing anyone's ever done. I remember done. you coming to work like, oh my gosh. I was like shocked for like a week. And he was like, you didn't know? I was like, I had no idea. So, but it was for our 16th wedding anniversary. Yeah. And we wanted to do something really big for our 15th wedding anniversary. But last year, COVID, it was still like, I'm just going to be, be blunt and say it. It's not fun to spend a lot of money on a vacation and go like on a Mediterranean cruise or even go to Hawaii when there's a there's a ton Meditations. of restrictions. Yeah. You know, it's just not... They don't, Take, take my word for it. They ain't giving you a break in the price, you know, for, for some of those restrictions. And mm-hmm. so we, we put it off for another year. So, yeah, we were there and celebrated our 16th wedding anniversary. I remember when y'all got married. Yes. It was my first year at the academy. <laughs> and everybody was saying, oh, Missy Major's getting married. <laughs> Miss Major. I know. It was like forever ago. Yeah. Um, so, uh it, I just, I, I can't, it, words are hard. It's hard for me to describe in words, like how awesome of a vacation that was, how, you know, we stayed a week and it was like super fun, you know, so we got there on a Monday, Sunday comes and we're like, we're still on vacation and we're going to be on vacation for another four or five days. Like, I don't know. It's a great yeah. feeling. Um, I did want to talk about something else though while I'm rambling. Okay. So, and I'm just going to, this gets, gets a little personal and a little deep. Hi guys, um, hope you're enjoying the episode. We just wanted to let you guys know that for the next 15 or 20 minutes, Kate and I do talk about uh, some sensitive topics in terms of disordered eating and uh, unhealthy relationship with food and exercise. So as a trigger warning, you might want to skip ahead 15 to 20 minutes if that is something that you do not want to listen to. Um, I've mentioned before on the podcast probably not recently, that I definitely went through a time period of an unhealthy relationship with food. Mm-hmm. Probably some body dysmorphia, probably yeah. some disordered eating, all of those things. And sometimes I just really have to pat myself on the back because during that time period when I was in the throes of all of that, a fabulous vacation like Hawaii would have been a little bit overshadowed by my fear of food and what I'm going to eat and how much weight am I going to gain and what am I going to look like when I get back and all it, Kate's nodding. Yes. Cause we were in the throes we of this together, together. We and maybe in- probably enabled each other during that time period, but we thought we were helping we, each other. We did. We, and we thought we were healthy and we thought that all of our behaviors were normal, and um, I don't know if it's, like, age or time or resources that we've realized that we were probably not in a great place, but I have a lot of those same realizations. Like, our family beach trip, we went um, the second week of Hartley summer. We went to the beach with my whole family, and I thought the same thing. Like, whatever year that was, 2007 Kate would never even believe what... 2022 Kate is able to just 
accept and also love. You know, um, a lot of people have been talking about Miles Teller's abs in Top Gun, Top Gun Maverick. And Ross made a comment like, oh, well, you know, he's got all the trainers and the nutritionists. He's a celebrity. And I'm like, you know, I could say the same thing about J-Lo and good for her for rocking 50 plus the way that she does. Um, and I could maybe look like her if I had her resources, but I'm happy with the way that I look. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, I love what my body can do. And, you know, I think about the same thing too, that something like that. I mean, remember we would look up nutrition information for restaurants before we would go and, it was, you know, it was, it was liter- debilitating. I remember, I remember going to Disney World. This was when I was still teaching at the Academy. I was going to Disney World with the Toritos, and it was no, no one had kids yet, so my sister-in-law didn't have kids, and it was going to be an adult trip. Which I, I, I would, even if you have kids, an adult trip to Disney World. Even though I don't love Disney World, I like going with adults. Okay? Adult <laughs> Disney is totally different. Adult Disney is fun. But I remember talking to a teacher, Jennifer Girard, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Are you excited?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm just kind of stressed about like all the food that's going to be there." Mm-hmm. And I mean, like. You're going on vacation. Right. What was wrong with me? And so that thought never really crossed my mind. I did exercise while I was there, but I've just, and it has taken me a long time. And I would say that I'm, I'm going to just fully admit there are certainly weeks, days, months that I can, I can take a step back and regress from that. But, you know, our bodies kind of tell us what it wants to do Mm -hmm. anyway. Right. So like, I'm the kind of person I'm probably just not going to eat a whole bunch of fried food. It doesn't make me feel good. I don't love mm-hmm. it. You know, I like fish or I like, you know, whatever. But one night we went out to a restaurant and they had a chicken and artichoke pizza. And I was like, that is exactly what I want mm-hmm. right now. And guess what? I didn't eat the whole pizza because I've gotten pretty good at the intuitive eating. Mm-hmm. I don't like mm-hmm. to stuff myself. But when it comes to working out, I was just, I, I feel better when I move my body, whatever yeah. that looks like that day. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the, the, no. Uh, just to warn everybody, Hawaii does not have a lot of air conditioning. So there's <laughs> air conditioning in your room, but everywhere else is pretty much open air. But yeah. Patrick is very hot natured and he was very, again, it's very comfortable. Um, but the gym in Hawaii is completely open air. Yeah. Okay. And it was pretty crowded. And so one day I was like, well, maybe they'll just bring me a yoga mat to my room. Okay. Asked him, can you bring me a yoga mat? A yoga mat. Yes, Miss Torito. So they brought me a yoga mat and I worked out on my little patio yeah. in front of the pool doing Peloton and beach body and just like really enjoyable workouts for 30 or 35 minutes and then walking, you know? Yeah. But the 2007, 2008, probably good lord, up to 2013, mm-hmm. Melissa would have been like, I have to get up. I have to get up at this mm-hmm. time. I've got to get an hour workout in. I need to get my calories to a certain point because I'm going to be drinking. Mm-hmm. And so I probably should, we probably should put that this could be a trigger, uh, for people. So we'll, we'll put that disclaimer at the beginning, but I, I'm here to say like, it can be done, Yeah, but it does take a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Don't you feel like you had to work on yourself? Absolutely. And love yourself? For sure. And that's what, you know, realizing that there were other things that I was struggling to control at the time. And so what I could control was what I eat and what I looked like. And, um, you know, it definitely uh, took a lot of work to become, you know, to let go of that control and what I was, you know, trying to disguise as like being healthy and, you know, being active. You know, I, I mean, Aubrey used to joke and call me infant sorrow because before I hardly, you know, and Aubrey and I would go out and party and then I'd get up in the next morning 
and go on, you know, a 10K run. Mm-hmm. And, but it was driven by, I have to, yes, I have to, because of what I drank the night before, what I want to eat today, whatever, I have to get in at least six miles, you know, and it's nice to wake up after a night of fun and go, I think I'm going to sleep in today. Yeah. And be like, my body (laughs) needs sleep. I I have just read a lot more that sleep is more important than anything. It's one of the most important things that we can do. Um, but isn't it freeing, like, not to think about how many calories you're eating? Yes. Yes. Because I was also deep into the apps of logging mm-hmm. what I was eating and how much I was exercising. I think about it a lot, um, especially in the summer because I volunteer for this program. It's called Go Strong, and it's a swim program for kids with different disabilities. And I've done it. This is our... Um, it's our 11th year, but we had a year off for COVID. So we've been involved, Ross and I have been involved with it for 12 years. And I remember literally logging just the activity that I did at Go Strong Practice. And, you know, mostly I'm shadowing a kid in the pool and, you know, they're swimming and I'm shadowing, but I was trying to log that activity in hopes of giving myself more calories to eat. And so every summer when I get in the pool, I think about it. And I'm so grateful for the freedom that I have now that I'm very focused on the kid that I'm shadowing and swimming with and living in that moment and not thinking about, well, I wonder how many calories I'm burning doing this. You and know? likewise, just even just exercise. Like when I was exercising in Hawaii, it's just, it's, it's just and what I did today. And I'll talk about the workout that I started doing. It is so awesome to be able to focus on your body and mm-hmm. to, in terms of like just the movement and your form and not be obsessively mm-hmm. checking your watch. Like it just doesn't, it just doesn't matter. Like right. I, I, I'm not a nutritionist. I'm sure at some point it matters, you know, and everybody's on a different journey. But um, I do remember, Kate, we went on a girl's trip to Beau mm-hmm. me, you and Aubrey. Yeah. I'll miss Aubrey. I know. Aubrey. I saw her last week. It's always good to see all yeah. Um, But I remember you saying, I feel like we had somebody else with us. Do you know what trip I'm talking about? We were drinking vodka. That was when you were drinking vodka water. Yes. Although I do still I enjoy do still like vodka, vodka water. I don't, really, lemon. Lemon. Yeah. I don't really like sweet drinks yes. anyway, you know, but um, gosh, I wonder who was with us. Was, was it either like. Lisa or maybe oh, was it just the three of us? It might have been just was the three. Be, I feel like it was supposed to be four. It was probably Lisa. It was probably Lisa down. and then she bailed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we do this trip. Okay. I don't, I, I swear. Sometimes I'm like, why do I have so just memories? Okay. <laughs> we end up going out. We had a I mean, we had a great time. We went mm-hmm. to the, I think we either stayed at the Hard Rock. Oh gosh. We did go over to the Hard Rock. And we went to their club. Yes, I we mean, did. That is <laughs> We went duck club, (laughs) (laughs) like jam packed, and like we just ended up having a great time. But I remember going down there in the car, and I don't know if you're going to remember this. We were talking about this type of stuff, and you said, "I will never forget this." You said, "This is as bad as it's going to get." Yeah, I know I'm not in a good place, you know. And so, um, lean on friends. You know, it's not an easy. I mean, Lainey's kind of nodding because we've talked about this. It's all pretty relatable to me too. Yeah. it's relatable to a I lot. I think of you're right about it kind of being an age thing and also a society thing because mm-hmm. when I was in college, I stopped dancing. So I didn't even really gain weight. It just my body changed a lot. Mm-hmm. And I started drinking a lot more and stuff. And I would track things on the apps and go to the gym like and just kill myself with cardio. But something I've learned in the past couple of years is like we were not put on this earth to constantly worry about shrinking ourselves. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm focusing more on like strength training and stuff that's really motivational to me to see like 
I can lift so much more weight than I used to. And like seeing those kind of goals and milestones instead of like, well, I lost 10 pounds. Like Mm -hmm. I don't, I could, I don't care about the number on the scale because you can weigh a certain amount and look totally different than the same number. And everybody's different in terms of what they, you know, it just, I'm, I'm all about body love. I mean, there's just that we're, we're beautiful people. Yeah. The other PSA that I would have in terms of this is get rid of your scale. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I haven't weighed myself. I only weigh myself when I go to the doctor and sometimes because that can trigger me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, can I just step Turn on this backwards? Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, that's fine. I'm like, I don't need to know. I, this is not going to change the way that I mm-hmm. look, you know, but did she know what triggers you too? Like that's so important. Yeah. Too. Ditching the scale. I remember telling somebody that at Orange Theory and she's like, oh my God, that must feel amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it does. Yeah. And trusting, it's to me, sometimes it comes down to trusting yourself and mm-hmm. trusting your body, you know, and that, oh, I, I don't even know, I might have gained some weight on vacation, I have absolutely no idea. But you also gained a lot of other things in the sense that you gained a lot of memories, you gained yes. this experience with Patrick, and all of that is way more important than if you gained a pound. Right, right. I, it was just, I, went, I came back, I got back into my routine, and, mm-hmm. you know, going on my merry way. So speaking of that... Uh, I did start a new Beachbody program, um, which I'm not a Beachbody coach, nor am I a rep for them. So this is not, <laughs> I'm just telling you, I like their, on to, I mean, I like their programs, uh, but it's called Fire and Flow. Mm-hmm. And this is different than what I'm used to because I still, I still can get into that mindset of like a really hard hit workout. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of get into this routine of like, I feel like that's probably, I've got a pretty good relationship with food, still working on the exercise piece. You know, I would say mm-hmm. I can get into this like, I'm just like beating up my body every day and I'm mm. learning my job is stressful. I can guarantee you, I probably, I, I read an article about this and I thought about this before, but I can guarantee you that if I would have gotten my blood checked in Hawaii for whatever reason, my cortisol would have been so much lower. Is that a stress? That's um, the stress. Okay. And that's ultimately, mm. if you're in that high cortisol, again, not a nutritionist, but this is just <laughs> what I've learned high cortisol, fight or flight, and then you're also like doing really high intense workouts every day. I think there's a time and place for mm-hmm. HIT, CrossFit, all yeah. those things. But I would get into this like where I felt like I needed to do it every day. And then I get frustrated when I wouldn't see results. And I don't mean results in shrinking. I mean like my I was tired. Mm-hmm. I couldn't sleep. My biofeedback. Courtney Rushing is a girl. Uh, she's a I do not know her. She's on Instagram. I would give her a follow. She's really, she's a macro coach, but she's a lot more into um, biofeedback, you know, like let's stop obsessing over every tiny macro we put mm-hmm. into our mouth. And I mean, she just tells it to you straight. So when you're biofeedback, not sleeping, you're still stressed, your performance might not be what it should be in the mm-hmm. gym. You're just doing too much. Yeah. Well, I, and like you said earlier regarding food, ultimately just listen to your body. Yes. Because your body is going to tell you what it needs. Yeah, and trust it. Trust it. So this fire and flow, I really like, um, there's two trainers uh, at Beachbody. One's Jericho Matthews, and she's got a lot of energy, and most of her workouts are pretty fast-paced. Like, your heart rate's up. Um but she only does like 30 minutes, you know, I'm, I'm going to tell you the 30, 45 minutes. If it's 60 minutes, I'm now like, mm, no, I don't have time for that. So, uh, fire is her workout. That's three days a week. And then flow is Elise. And I don't remember her last name. Um, and that's the other three days a week. And so flow is no, it's hardly any impact. 
it's not really yoga. It's not really Pilates. So, for example, like we were holding a sumo squat today and taking one light weight and like having our arms both out extended and going from like one arm to the other. And she's just like, she's like, it's it's hard to explain. Yeah. But it kind of sounds like bar. It's kind bit. of like bar. She does a bar blend on okay. Beach Body. And the reason I'm doing this is because I absolutely have, I'm going to have to force myself to do these flow mm-hmm. workouts. But you do that type of workout. I don't know. Do you do yoga or Pilates, Kate? I don't. Um, I don't. My personality struggles with the patience. Yes, I have dabbled in yoga, yes. and I, I have been a yoga dropout many times. <laughs> um, but I think that's just my personality. It's not. Um, it's not right for me. Um, again, it's just a lack of patience. So uh, what I find is good for me for a slower is like just go on a walk. Yeah. Um, you know, my friend Sarah and I walk on Sunday mornings together. Old Kate would have been pushing Sarah to run run on Sunday mornings, but I have really come to appreciate just going on a walk with my friend, catching up. And literally, I mean, you know, we're just walking. Yeah. Walking is so good. I mean, there's a reason that like the hot girl walk is so popular right now (laughs) because there's so many benefits. Well, because truthfully, and I'm going to say this, and again, this is just... People have the, me, right? Let me do a 30 to 45 minute intense workout and then I'm going to sit down all day, mm-hmm. right? And this has nothing to do with losing weight. This is just strictly body movement. So I'm not mm-hmm. telling you to do a 30, 45 minute workout and go walk 10 miles, but you know, all day movement is probably more effective in terms of your overall health and well being than just one really intense workout a day. Yeah. So I did the flow workout today. It was much harder than what I intended. Like my entire body was shaking. I started with an eight pound weight and then I had to drop it down to five. Wow. And again, the old Melissa, see, it's just funny. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. you think about this. We think about this a lot when you've gone through it. The old Melissa would have been like, okay, that was 30 minutes. You know, my heart rate never mm-hmm. really got up. So let me jump on the Peloton. Mm-hmm. I would have followed that up with a run. Yeah. So, so I almost thought about doing that. And I thought, you know, I feel like if I do that, that is going to completely defeat the purpose of the, the workout that I just did. Mm-hmm. So I took my dogs on a walk. Yeah. Amazing. I mean, like, this is progress. This is yeah. a big deal. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> and I recognize that. It is. It's, you know? And it's just, you know, so it's, it's. It's every day. I feel like when you've gone through something, it's it's every day and all the time. But it is, I just, I feel, there's so many platforms I want to speak on. Boundaries, yeah. healthy relationship <laughs> with food, you know, it's just so freeing. It it's, is. And we're going to the beach at the end of July. Yeah. I'm, we'll plan dinner. I'm not worried about it. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll enjoy myself, you know. It's just yeah. fr- very freeing. It is very freeing. And I had someone recently tell me that, um, you know, a girl's trip was sprung upon her. And she was feeling a lot of anxiety and pressure to get in shape before the trip. And, you know, you don't want to, you know, um, make anybody feel bad for what their instinct was. But it did pop into my head, like, I'm so glad I'm not in that space. Mm-hmm. That if somebody threw a girl's trip on me at the last minute, I would be more excited about what I'm going to pack and what we're going to do. And I felt bad that her instinct was, I need to get in shape. And and then it made me sad, too, because I'm like, it's a girl's trip. You're going with your friends. Like, what are you even worried about? But I would have been there. Yeah. I probably did a lot of restricting prior to all of our Beau Rivage trips yeah, yeah. and, you know, things like this. So so I've been there, and I get it, but it is it is very freeing to look back on it and be in a different space. Yeah. And also, I just think to be proud of yourself, you know? And so, um, like I said, we'll put a warning before this, but... Uh, 
I, ju- I just think health coaches are, are the right health coach can mm-hmm. be very helpful. Therapists can be very helpful very. when it comes to all this type of stuff. I don't want to say the right friends. I mean, Kate and I, <laughs> I mean, we, we just both got, we both got into, well, first of all, <laughs> I'm going to play, I, I, I'm going to say this. I am the reason why you started running. You are. You yeah. are, in fact, the reason I started running. I am influential <laughs> sometimes in good ways and in bad. Yes, Kate was like, I'm never going to run. And then she and, started running and then, you know, mm-hmm. we kind of went, went off the rails a little bit. But, yeah. But it was a lot of things, you know. It was growing up in, a, we grew up in the 80s and 90s, which a, a lot of that is, you know, looked back on as a time of like heavy diet culture and super thin celebrities and um as much as we do like to blame the time, I find that young girls still have the same struggles. So it's hard to blame our time growing up. But, you know, for sure, running was a way for me to control my cardio, my output of calories and things like that. But I don't blame you and <laughs> at all because running is still a part of my life. Hartley and I had a, um, a tough evening yesterday at her cross-country practice. It's very hard to be a cross-country parent. Um, and a cross-country coach. And a cross-country coach. And I'm not her coach and I'm not her team's coach. And um, it's the first sport that she has gone out for that she wasn't automatically good at. So it's been a journey for her. Anyway, we had a difficult practice together. And I walked in the door and Ross had made dinner and I said, I'm going on a run. I just need to clear my head. And I came back a different mom, you know, and so running is still a part of my life. And it's to me a very healthy part of my life. And I only ran, you know, I ran under two miles, but I just, I got what I needed out of it. I cleared my head and Hartley and I had a good conversation after. So I don't blame you, nor do I blame running. Well, because I I still would say, even through all of that, the fact that I I really have fallen in love with exercise and exercising and body movement, right? Mm-hmm. Just like you can fall in love with cooking healthy food mm-hmm. and creating all of these, you know, but you, you got to just kind of keep it in check. So yeah. I would say back to that, I mean, I, we've both created, we work to create healthy exercise. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you talk about boundaries with work. It's boundaries, yeah. you know, with, you know, healthy food and exercise too. It's all a balance. It's all a balance. Balance. Yeah. balance. Boundaries and balance. Boundaries and balance. There you go. For sure. I was going to say in regards to um, just like generational differences mm-hmm. that I think it is something that girls, especially, I mean, men can struggle with it too. I think girls will always struggle with it, but I do think we're currently in a time where body positivity, self-love, and all of these things are just a lot, they're talked about a lot more, mm-hmm. and because I'm personally thinking about my friend group, and I'm in a very healthy space right now, but I know if I were to have maybe some unhealthy habits right now, that my friends would be like, girl, snap out of it, like, yeah. you are fine, or no, you need to eat, or mm-hmm. we're going to go do this yeah. thing, or whatever, um, I don't really think that I have a friend group that would be like everybody freaking out about it or anything like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that's I, my, good. BD, that's progress. BD called me out one time when we were in college. Oh, that's great. Yeah. She was like, "I don't, I don't think that you're healthy right now. I think something's wrong." And it was like I remember like getting defensive about it. But mm-hmm. BD, you were right, you know. So um, I was gonna say one more thing, and now I forgot. Okay. So that's that. That's my trip. But it, that was such a big part of it. Enjoying yeah. the food, enjoying the moment. Um, the views at breakfast were amazing. The breakfast, I mean, like, I'm like, okay, what's our biggest decision I love today? a good resort breakfast. Oh my yes. God. They had so much. I tried, pretty much tried like everything. 
Um, and it's like, okay, we're sitting down at this table, literally, I don't know, 50 feet from, I'm saying the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 50 feet from the Pacific Ocean, <laughs> you know, and they had all, they had, they had a buffet, they had all kinds of uh, stuff to eat. Um, the food was really good and it felt really fresh and flavorful, you know, so it was, I highly recommend it if you like if you don't mind traveling far and you just want to go somewhere that is truly relaxing and, you know, we stayed at a resort that the service was awesome and it's just like, I don't know, it was awesome. I started reading A Court of, what is it, Thorns and Roses? Yeah. Have you heard this? Oh, that's right. Kate is not, I heard it on the podcast. Reading is not your strong suit. It's not my strong suit. And I'd like to say that I was going to read the book of the month in preparation of the Reese Witherspoon produced movie coming out this summer. (laughs) And what I did, instead of even downloading the audio book, was... I googled the plot online. I googled the plot online. I know it's shameful. It's not. Kate. It's shameful. You do you, boo. I, yeah. So I, I'm not. Um, ever so often, I get caught on Book Talk, which is the book side of TikTok, right. and I'm curious what about my life the algorithm felt I wanted that content. You know, I scroll so fast through Book Talk because I'm like, girl, I'm not reading. Not yeah, I know that's so bad. I I need to be a better reader. But well, so the court. I feel like I'm saying the name of the book. It's a quarter of a... I'm not entirely sure. Rachel showed them to me yesterday, and I've definitely seen them before, so I have some friends. Not weird. I have (laughs) friends who are kind of into the book talk thing Mm -hmm. and will post, have like book accounts and stuff, and I've definitely seen them there. Yeah, so, A Court of the Thorns and Roses. It is four books with a fifth book that's kind of in between the third and fourth book. It is it is fantasy-like. If okay. I'm not mistaken, they're not dissimilar to Hunger Games. I feel like oh. I've, I've heard some, like, correlations. So, it kind of reminds me of Beauty and the Beast. Oh. Mm. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong in thing. The that first, took me in two different directions the there. First, well, <laughs> because I did read Hunger Games. Also, all of it. Also kind of reminds me a little bit of, like, a Game of Thrones kind of thing, okay, too. Okay. So, there's a whole there's a whole lot it's going on. I will say, so the books, like, the first book is 400 pages. The second one is 600. Ooh. I'm on the third one, which is 700 pages. Ooh. So, I only <laughs> got through the first two in Hawaii, but truthfully, that's probably three or four books yes. to get through the first two. I don't know if I'd recommend them as a beach read. They do take a little bit more thought than what I was thinking. Um, and I'm jury is still there. By the way, I'm this is going to be unpopular opinion. I mean, you look on Goodreads, this book, people love this series. Mm-hmm. But Tiffany, who's working, who came back and worked for us and super excited, she's a big reader too. And so we were talking about it on her first day back. So she went ahead and brought the book to Mexico. And yesterday she's like, I mean, the jury's kind of out for me, Melissa. And I'm like, okay, me too. Okay. Oh. Because... I'm not sure if I'm just an idiot, but I swear this author jumps around a little bit in the book to where I'm like, wait, how did this character get hurt? It was this other character that was like fighting. Mm-hmm. And so I've gone back, like there are literally some pages that just do not make sense to me. Okay. So that could be unpopular. Yeah. Maybe I'm not focusing enough. You know, I am historically a pretty fast reader. Um, I just looked it up. It does say... It is a Beauty and the Beast retelling. Yes. Oh, okay. okay. So I don't know what I was thinking about with Hunger Games. <laughs> well, I mean, there's there's violence in it. It's fairies and real there's people. Violence. And they're, you know, trying to, like, you know, they're yeah. in a land. So there's four books? Yes. But I, I'm invested. I will tell you that 
Um, I personally think I'm okay. I'm not an English major, mm-hmm. but I the character development to mm-hmm. me is what I think people really get into. I think okay. the reason people love this book is because you start to fall in love with these characters. Well, don't you like a series? Haven't you said that before? Oh, I love me a series, yeah. and mm-hmm. and I also just think maybe I think too much into books sometimes, where I'm like, well, that didn't make a lot of sense. Where I really should just roll with it. I mm-hmm. mean, literally, I've like Googled a few things. I'm like. What to happen at the end of the second book that made da da da? Patrick's like, oh yeah, I got a loop. You case. got the loop. I got the oh, loop. Sorry, yeah. I did not mean to to take a tangent, but Melissa is holding her phone and has the loopy case, which That's she was fun. talking about getting. Also, a little bit life changing. Okay, I've heard once you get one, you can't go back. I mean, like, I'm a little okay. I didn't realize how how awesome it is just to have your phone looped around your finger. Yeah, because I swear, half the time I'm scared I'm gonna. Drop I drop my phone. I drop mine constantly. So mm-hmm. I actually need to change out my bodyguard. So the bodyguard has been life-changing. It is like a glass plate oh. that you put on the front. Oh, I have you one You can of those. see the cracks all over. But the thing is, you buy it once and you register. And when you're like me and you crack it, then you go online. They send you a new one. You take the old one off. You send it back. And you can do that as much as you need. I change my bodyguard at least twice a year, sometimes three times a year, because I drop my phone like it's my job. And I, you know, you buy it once, and then from there, all you're paying is the shipping back and forth for the new ones. Yes. They should sponsor us. It's yeah. called Bodyguards with a Z. Oh, kind of like book like clubs. clubs. <laughs> <laughs> they got rid of the Z, thank God. <laughs> well, this one did not yet. So anyway, I am a, and I drop my phone and I startle people all the time. I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. And I always wonder, too, when I take off my cracked one, is this going to be the time that I take that, it like, off and my screen, screen is cracked? Falls. Knock on wood. Why did I say that out loud? Knock on wood. Knock it has never wood. happened. Well, maybe you should get a loopy case because it the, this is very, it's security. I need to get a new case. And so that is actually what I'm going to get. Yeah. Because I do kind of, it's extra security. And I also panic when I'm near water that I'm going to drop it. So oh, that'll yeah. give, or it's like I a always panic if I'm getting a pedicure that I'm just going to like drop it. Into yes. Thing, you know? <laughs> They're like, be careful with your phone. So um, anyway, so try those books if you want. Read the uh, June book. Where is it? Where, where the card is sing? And we got one for July. I think we know which what we're gonna do for July. I should probably just go ahead and announce it. Sure. Book lovers, is that what we decided? But I don't book. remember a conversation. <laughs> I feel like that was in our team's message. Oh, it's a book. It's called, called book, book lovers. lovers. Yes, very cool. suitable. Yeah. Let's see, Lane. What's she say? Call me out if I don't remember. No, I'm sorry. I'm gonna make sure. Well, <laughs> has either of you read this yet? No, just looking at how oh, yeah. I said that reviewed. one works, oh. and I said I was thinking this about this book called Book Lovers, but I think the where the crawl dad sing is going is going to be a movie. Yes, and so then we were like, all right, we will do Book Lovers in July. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually, Perfect. I didn't tell you that by the way. Oh. It's not in here. It's in my thought. That's okay. So Book Lovers is, uh, oh Lord, y'all. Have you read Book Lovers? No, I have it. And so this is the thing. This is my thing when I get into a series. I have to really, like, I have to set aside a month or two for a series because I am not one of those people who can start the series and then stop Mm -hmm. and then go read another book. Props to people who can. I am not that person. Um, Let's see. Yeah, do we have, like, a little summary or a little teaser? Book Lovers is by Emily Henry. Um, That sounds familiar. Yeah, she's written some other books. But uh, beach reads. That's why I think this one's going to be great for July. True beach reads. Okay. 
Um, it has almost 150,000 ratings on Goodreads. Do you know what Goodreads is, Kate? I feel like it's a website for people who read and they can um, <laughs> and they can rank books and uh, communicate. And track your books. She okay. wrote People We Meet on Vacation, yes. which was a book last summer. Yes. She's a great summer read. Like, okay, light I read. did hear about that book. Yep. Okay. And, yeah. All right. So... 150,000 ratings at 4.4 stars, okay? Let me just tell you something about Goodreads people, Kate. They are brutal. Okay, so that's good. So if you, if I normally, I, I oh, maybe I'm a book snob, book reads, um, a Goodreads snob, but like I, I need a book to be at least four stars for me to read it. Yeah. I'll go 3.5, but I ain't going lower than 3.5. Yeah. Okay, so, oh Lord, okay, this is kind of long. One Summer, Two Rivals. A plot twist they didn't see coming. Nora Stevens' life is books. She's read them all. And she is not that type of hero, heroine. Heroine? How do you say that? Heroine? No. Heroine or heroine? Heroine. Heroine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not talking about a drug. All right. Not the plucky one, not the laid-back dream girl, and especially not the sweetheart. In fact, the only people Nora is a, I'm going to say hero. No, a heroine, it is in addition heroine, to being a drug, it's is a female, a female hero. hero. I get that. <laughs> but, that is you know, how you say it. We're all about gender equality, okay? Okay. A hero. There you go. For are her clients, <laughs> for whom she lands enormous deals as a cutthroat literary agent and her beloved little sister, Libby. Oh, I love the name Libby. Which is why she agrees to go to Sunshine Falls, North Carolina for the month of August when Libby begs her for a sister's trip away. Megan. Can we go on a month-sister <laughs> trip? So cute. Uh, with visions of a small-town transformation for Nora, who she's convinced needs to become the hero in her own story. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But instead of picnics in meadows or run-ins with a handsome country doctor or bulging four, four-armed bartender, okay. Nora keeps <laughs> bumping into Charlie Lastra, a bookish, brooding editor from back in the city. It would be a meet it would be a meet cute if not for the fact that they've met many times and it's never been cute. If Nora knows she's not an ideal heroine, Charlie knows she's <laughs> nobody's hero. But as they are thrown together again and again in a series of coincidences, no editor worth their salt would allow. What they discover might just unravel the carefully crafted stories they've written about themselves. Mm, so it right. sounds like two people that are unlikely to fall in love probably fall in love. Yeah. And he's got some biceps. Background. Apparently. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was the bartender. No, that was the bartender. <laughs> oh, I oh, think oh. Charlie, Charlie might be nerdy. Okay, yeah, I think sure. they were politely saying that he's a nerd. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, well, the cover's really cute. I know you're not supposed yeah. to judge a book by I its saw cover, the cover. I can't cute. help it. I'm cute cover, and I'm, become like, I'm like, I'll try that book. Cute. Okay. All right, so we took care of that. All right, Lainey, do you want to talk about your bachelorette party? Oh, do I? Um, <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. Um, so that's where I start. We just went to New Orleans, which I feel like was perfect because besides one girl who had to fly in, no one had to travel super far. I love that. And at first I was a little concerned because the bachelorette trip was this past weekend. We're recording on Tuesday, June 21st, just to give you all some reference. And then the wedding is this upcoming weekend in New Orleans. So I was kind of like, oh, we're weekend. doing it the week before. But the bride is in. That's what we used to do back in the old days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or we didn't travel the night yeah, before Vegas. or yeah. something. Well, so the bride is in medical school in Houston. Mm-hmm. And her just planning around her schedule mm-hmm. was just why we had to do it this past weekend. But I honestly really like that it was the weekend before. 
because um, the girl who's getting married was one of my friends in my sorority. And then I know a good bit of, of the bridal party, but there was a couple girls I didn't know. So it was kind of fun to get to know them this past weekend and then kind of carry the momentum. And then we'll all like hang out again this upcoming weekend. Yeah. Um, I guess the most interesting thing we did, we took a um, pole dancing class. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've heard they are It was <laughs> fun. Like, Dancer Laney, the 15 years of ballet mm-hmm. that I took, like, all just came back. And it was a lot of fun. Um, so it wasn't, like, too raunchy. It was, like, yeah. a workout class. But it yeah. was cute. Oh, and I've then, heard of those, though. Yes. It was a blast. I'll have to show you um, some pictures and videos. And then we went out, and I just realized, you know, I'm not as young as I once was because <laughs> I just don't do that as much anymore. And it was fun. So we have lots of memories. I'm really excited for the wedding upcoming awesome. this weekend. It's also in New Orleans. Um, Are you in it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm so you the bridesmaids. When's the wedding? Friday. Saturday. Okay. So I'll, I'll leave work a little bit early on Friday to head to the rehearsal dinner and then the wedding will be Saturday. Yeah. So, so it'll be fun. fun. And it's just, it's a lot of my college friends because she and her fiance have been dating since our freshman year. So I know all of his friends from college events who are the groomsmen. So it's just, it's going to be a big party. So it'll be fun. Where's the reception? It is at the Pavilion of the Two Sisters in City Park. So they're getting married at the New Orleans Museum of Art. And then we'll go to the park for the reception. Are they going to have, like... I'm not entirely sure how this is set up. NOMA has both indoor and outdoor spaces. Well, the the actual wedding is inside. Because I know we were alerted that we have to walk up these marble stairs. Yes. Because um, this would only happen to me. But the groomsman that I'm supposed to walk with broke his leg and is in a wheelchair. Oh, no. So they're going to, like, position him at the top of the stairs. And then... um, one of the ushers is going to walk me or something. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be really pretty. I'm excited. Yeah. And then the pavilion of two sisters is also an indoor venue. So props to the bride and or her wedding planner, because it is very hot right now. Uh, Yeah. This wedding planner. Yeah. Retired wedding planner. That's why I have questions about the wedding. I can't help myself, but yeah. So props to your friend for, um, you know, considering that even though it's June and Um, in other areas of the country, people are having outdoor weddings right now. It's not no. cool for your guests or for your you on your wedding no. day to be dripping in sweat. I just, yes. I'm just going to say this, hope I don't offend anyone. I feel like if you want an outdoor wedding in Louisiana, there's only a couple of months that you can do yeah, that. Absolutely. It's very limited. Yeah. You know, and the fall months in which you can have a comfortable outdoor wedding also compete with football, football season. season. So it's really difficult. Um, yeah. And then that's why our spring wedding season in South Louisiana is so incredibly jam-packed and busy because, you know, there's not... Football is just, there's nothing else like football that people plan their weddings around, you know. Um, Some people plan their weddings around hunting or baseball, but, like, that's very specific to the family hosting. Not so much, like, we have to take into account that, like, our guests may choose an LSU football game over our wedding. Yeah, you know. Well, I feel like guests also get a little irritated when people plan a wedding, right. like on the yeah. Bama game or something. Exactly. Like that, yeah. So yeah. I'm excited. I I attended an outdoor wedding two years ago this same weekend, and it was pretty rough. And then I was in a wedding last year. It was inside, but we wore a really light colored dress. So for all of our pictures, like I felt like it looked like I was sweating. Mm-hmm. And we're wearing black this weekend, nice. which I was kind of like, oh, that's kind of interesting because I feel like a lot of people are doing the pastels right now. 
But now I'm excited because if we take any pictures outside, you can't see if we're sweating. Or nice. Not. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. But Sounds very well This out. is also my finals week for this semester. Oh, and my God. Going, already? Yes. It was only Ooh. five weeks. And I'm going to Hamilton in New Orleans tonight. So this week is just kind of. And you're coming back tonight? I'm taking tomorrow. <laughs> oh, good for you. I was about to say. Um, because I have to write a paper. Yes. <laughs> so, you, lady. so tomorrow I will be driving back and writing my paper. Good for you. Oh, that's so exciting. You need that day. Yeah. So this week is a little bit confusing because I'm like, I'm going to get out for like a couple hours this day and then a couple hours this day, but what? all for fun things. Yesterday so. was my first day back and I had to spend three hours at the dentist because I had a filling fall out while I was oh, in the light. Oh, no. Yeah. 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 Um, but my, I like my dentist. She's married to a guy that I went to high school with, and they're very Hi. sweet. So she basically, like, squeezed me in, and then luckily she had a cancellation because yeah. she was like, yeah, they told me that you were coming in, and I had already texted her on vacation, which I was like, I'm sorry, boundaries, but, like, I just didn't know what to do. Yeah. It's one of my molars. Have you ever looked at one of your molars? That's a big freaking tooth, so when you have a yeah. filling fall out, I'm like, I'm like, oh, my God, half my tooth is gone. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ooh. So, no, uh, it was a three-hour ordeal. Um, I had to have a crown. Um, but apparently that's a process, and so they have mm-hmm. to send them the, the impression and mold over to the lab, and then she's going to put the crown on. That's a temporary crown right now. Welcome home from vacation. Three hours of dental work. Yeah. <laughs> Can we give okay. a shout out to your dentist? She sounds amazing. Dr. Inklert. Dr. She's going to come on shout the pod. Oh, yay. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I go, <laughs> this is what I expected. I, like, first of all, I, like, Googled this, right, while I was in Hawaii. And then I tried to go see a dentist in Hawaii, but I couldn't get in with anyone. And it didn't hurt. It just felt weird. Yeah. So I expected her. I was like, okay, I'm just telling you, when you look at this, like, you're going to gasp. And she was like, oh, my God, Missy, or whatever. And she's like, no, all of this is normal. I'm... Whenever I first went to college, I thought I wanted to be a dentist slash orthodontist. So any... So... Patrick was like, dental work is horrible. I'm like, it is. But I was just very interested as to what she was mm-hmm. doing. And I was like, can I see after you've done that? And can I see? You know, like, how did you get literally, I'm not trying to gross anyone out, but I mean, half my tooth was gone. Yeah. She had to rebuild my tooth. Yeah. <laughs> my teeth like stuff is that I, I'm i always like, I'm sure they have seen worse. <laughs> right. I mean, that goes with anything medical. And all of my friends who are dentists, doctors, OBs, whatever, you know, oh. you name it. And, you know, I'll talk about something like, oh, that was so embarrassing. And they'll be like, nah. They've nah. seen it all. We've no. seen she, it all. She was just like, it's just a process to fix. And, like, I have a hard time getting numb enough in my mouth. I do, too. So <laughs> it's, it was like a 45 minute of, like, I, I was like, just, I don't. I don't yeah. care if I can eat tonight. Like, I don't yeah. want to feel this. So, yeah, props to her. Yeah. She's, fa- she's fabulous. Get yourself awesome. a good dentist. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, I, this is what happens when I'm gone. What are we at? We're at an hour, aren't we? 57 minutes. Okay. 57. So, I'm going to try to tell our flight coming home debacle story. Okay. Quick. Okay. So, flights, for anybody that's flown, flights are having, you know, airlines are having a huge, are you good on time, Lainey? Do you have, like, yes. a lunch? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, airlines are having a, a a huge like staffing shortage, you know, and it's summertime, so you get those pop up thunderstorms. And so, also to let everyone know about Hawaii is when you fly back, you lose five hours of time coming back home. So you fly overnight. You literally we left at seven thirty at night. Other helpful information uh, is that most of Hawaii's airports are completely outside. Yes. Okay. So just keep that in mind, you know, so the airport doesn't have much to it. I would not rush to get to the airport and sit around. Like we only waited probably 30 minutes. 
Um, I don't even think they had a place to eat at this one, which it kind of, I'm not trying to be mean, but it's like, you're at this beautiful island at this beautiful resort and the airport's kind of like dumpy. But anyway, so we board the flight and again, we're overnight. So it's 7.30 at night whenever we board. We land at like 2.30 in the morning Hawaii time, but it's like 6.30 in the morning Denver time. There's only a four hour difference between Denver and Hawaii because there's an hour difference between Denver and Louisiana. So when we land, I look at my, and you're disoriented and you try to sleep on the flight, but I mean, like, and you're still in your same clothes. And I look at my phone and I'm like, you know, I get a text from United and it's like, we regret to inform you that your 9.45 a.m. flight to New Orleans has been canceled. Nice. And then the next text, so thank God I didn't get that because it took them a while, I think, to rebook us. And this was all while we were in the air. So then I had two texts with the follow-up text that we've rebooked you for a 1.45 p.m. flight to New Orleans. Okay. This is not earth shattering, except for the fact that me and Patrick probably got two hours of sleep Thursday night, and now we're not getting home, and we're traveling, and that does a number on your body, and yeah. now we're not going to get home till like seven thirty, and it's only six thirty in the morning in Denver. Yeah. Okay. So we're like, I don't know what to do. I've actually never had a flight canceled on me, right? So one forty-five doesn't. It, again, just picture, let's, let's say you wake up at 6.30 in the morning and you don't have to be somewhere till 1.45. That's a, you'd be like, that's a lot of time. Yeah. Okay. It is a lot of time. And what the hell are you going to do in an airport? Yeah. Not a lot's open in an airport at 6.30. So, yeah, the bar's <laughs> The bar is not open. We're confused. It feels like 2.30 in the morning to us. And so I'm like, I'm like, we are in Denver. I mean, they have got to have other flights. And maybe we'll just get a flight back to Baton Rouge. But I do not mm-hmm. want to land in New Orleans at 530 to have my dad come pick us up at the airport on Friday. Because at yeah. this point, it's Friday. Friday afternoon drive. Okay, there's no flights, by the way. Um, <laughs> I'm all, like, confident in this. And I'm like, okay, well, let's go talk to a customer service person. See if we can get our seats at least confirmed for the 145 flight. Because I also know that they, I mean, I fly a decent amount. I'm not, like, an every week flyer. But I probably fly seven or eight times a year. So it's like, I know good and well when you rebooked us. This is an oversold flight that you just rebooked us mm-hmm. on, right? Well, the customer service lady, I mean, I'm I'm not going to, I don't want to be catty, but like, I don't, this might have been her first day on the yeah. job. <laughs> it did not go well. <laughs> and, and Patrick's just like, you deal with this. I'm not, and she just was like, well, I can't confirm your seats. And I said, well, look, I said, can y'all at least like give us a voucher to go into the United Lounge for seven hours? And she's like, no, we can't do that, but it's $60. And I'm like, okay. Um, so we bite the bullet. We go to the United Lounge. And we walk upstairs. And there is this lovely lady at the counter. And I'm asking her, I just want to confirm my seats for this 145 flight. I do not. If if we are not going to get home today, I'm going to go find other accommodations other than sitting in this airport. Okay. And you look like you are you in pain. I'm stressed. Okay. So, well, I think I would have been more stressed, except I was so tired. And, yeah. and then it's kind of like, what do you do? So she's like, no, y'all have seats, you know, you are, you, but I, I can't confirm them right now. Um, and she's like, you know, I always joke, like, people think, I'm like, what are you typing? It's a lot of typing. It's, it's yes. Denver to New Orleans, D-E-N-V-R. But anyway, so it's a lot of typing. I went to the doctor last week and I felt like they were typing forever. Yeah. Yes. So she said, uh, she's looking at it and she goes, oh my God, something just opened up. And we were like, okay, what is it? She was like, well... 
It's Denver to Houston and Houston to Baton Rouge, which is so ironic because me and Patrick must have searched for flights for two weeks to Hawaii to avoid the double layover and we still <laughs> ended up doing it. But at that point, you just want to get, get home. Get home. I just, like, my in-laws were like, why don't you want to stay in Denver? I'm like, well, because we've been away from our dogs for two weeks. Yeah, I'm in I'm my same clothes. Home. I don't have my luggage. I'm now ready to go. I'm, get, I'm ready to go to my house. So um, she's like, okay. I said, what time does it leave? And she said, um... 7.45 in the morning. By the time we do all this, it's 7.15. So it takes off in 30 minutes. And we're like, oh, are we going to make it? She's like, I'm going to tell them that you're all on your way. I'll, I'll, I'll page the, the gate agent or whatever. So we literally paid to get into the United Lounge. For them to tell you. No. For, and we never sat down. I didn't even see the lounge. No. Okay. So we go back down. I mean, at this point, we barely even had time to use the restroom. Or I'm like, I need water. But I needed to get on that flight. So the lady tells us, she's like, okay, so I just want to let y'all know that these seats that I'm about to book you on, they're not together. And they're horrible seats. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, that's fine. And she's saying that. And again, no, me and Patrick, when we book, we normally are on the exit row or we're like in the front row. Mm -hmm. Like we're kind of used to booking in so far in advance, we can have that extra leg room. So she was not lying about the horrible seats. I um, got extremely claustrophobic for oh, no. some reason because it was like hot air. I was in the middle. I didn't know the two people next to me. I just, I, then the girl in front of me like reclined her seat back and I was like. <gasps> yeah. Well, and add to it, you haven't slept. Yes. The trauma of what you've just yes. been through. Yeah. So uh, we land in Houston. We only have a 45 minute layover in Houston. Okay. We literally go from one gate, you know, and I don't know who if anybody's ever flown into Houston, but I can tell you when you're taking the Houston to Baton Rouge flights. They're packed. You, but you're not, your gates aren't close to each other. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Also, PSA, your gates will never be close to each other in Houston or Dallas, okay? I knew we were going to have to take the tram, you know. But I will say, whenever we landed, United sent me a text and said, it takes 22 minutes to get to your gate. And I'm nice. like, I'm like, we have enough time. We get there. We get on that flight. I mean, at this point, we have gone from one flight to the next to the next, okay? My yeah. body has never felt more dehydrated. But we made it home at 1 p.m. Nice. My dad didn't have to come pick us up from New Orleans. Our luggage didn't make it. I knew I was like, there's no yeah. way there is no way there's enough time for those bags to get on there. Went to the gate, like went to the check-in desk at Baton Rouge. The lady was like, picked up the phone, called this girl named Ronnie, told Ronnie, here's the bag numbers, and you need to reroute them to Baton Rouge. United called me Saturday morning. They delivered them to my house at eleven AM. Incredible. To your house? Oh, to my house? Amazing. They delivered them to my house. Like, who brought them to you? They have it's a like, courier. I did not know this. Yeah. I was going to go pick them up. Yeah. I was like, we're not going to pick them up. I'm like, they deliver? And the guy's like, oh, They deliver? Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. awesome. Yeah. I will. So, i got to give United. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to blame them for the. There Apparently, there's a ton of flights that were canceled this past weekend. Mm -hmm. yeah. People have been in the Atlanta airport for days. I told Patrick, we're just lucky we made it. Huh? Yeah. You know? So, um, I'll, I'll, you know, and they credited back our our lounge. Oh, oh good. good. I'm glad they did. Because I was like, we just paid for this. Yeah. <laughs> so, but we made it. But that's, again, why you come back on a Friday. Yeah. Absolutely. And you have Saturday and Sunday to recover from all of that. I have never felt so jet lagged. I have never felt that jet lagged. I slept till 10 a.m. Saturday morning. Yeah. Who am I? Yeah. So, anyway. 
That's all I gotta say. What you yeah. got, Kate? Okay, I have some summer recommendations. Let's go, and I'm gonna go quick because I know. Um, yeah, no, you sorry, know, we're on, a, yeah, we're it's on the Melissa show. Okay, first is, and I mentioned it already, Top Gun Maverick. It lives up to the hype. There's nostalgia. There's thrill. There's a little touch of romance. Okay, we were gonna go see it this weekend. You, I left. I, I'll without spoilers. I will say I just I left with tears in my eyes. Oh, okay. It made me feel it. It was exciting. Okay, I loved it. Perfect. Um, right my now. my official review of Top Gun Maverick. Kate has no notes. It was that good. Oh wow. Okay. Kate has no. I always have notes. I heard oh. it was great. I've never seen the original, so I don't know if it would. Okay, I would recommend seeing the original. I'll say this: I didn't show Hartley the original, um, but we did bring it to Top Gun Maverick. And that was based on reading reviews on this website. I think it's called like Common Sense Parenting, and it gives you reviews on movies. And having seen the first one, I knew there were things that I didn't want her to see there. Mm-hmm. Um, no regrets on bringing her to Top Gun Maverick. Ooh. But you're a grown up, um, so I think <laughs> yeah. you can handle things, and it will it will make you appreciate. <laughs> it will make you appreciate I Top Gun Maverick. Grown up. I say, like, make a whole, like, thing out of it. You and your friends, like, watch Top Gun, OG, and then y'all go see Top Gun Maverick, make a whole night out of it. Maybe after this psychotic week. Yes. Yeah. After the movie. (laughs) Or after the movie. After the wedding. (laughs) Do the movie. Okay. So Top Gun Maverick. Okay. The next thing is um, activities for kids at our public libraries. I prefer the Goodwood Library, or I think it's called the main library, but on Goodwood. Because they renovated it. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. It's brand. Yeah, it's well, fabulous. I'm like it's brand new. It's, yeah, it's been there for years, been there but years. Uh, it's, it's so new. fabulous. We live right, and I like the Blue Bonnet Library and the kid room there. But we make the drive to Goodwood because I love it. But they have all kinds of summer activities for kids. They have reading incentives. They have games you can play, drawings. They send you home with crafts. They also bring in like we went to see the Baton Rouge Ballet Theaters little summer traveling uh, show. They did Candyland this year. We went to see it there. It was great. Rachel was telling me about that, and I had, like, a hint of nostalgia because when I did dance in Shreveport, we always had to perform at the library. Oh, Do, like, I the Nutcracker and all of that. Oh. Yeah. So um, they bring they even have, um, like, movies and stuff. They'll show movies. So great place to bring the kids out of the heat. And it's free 99, which is great. And get your kid a library card. It's, like, fun. It makes them want to read. Oh. When they can, like, pick out their own I like going, I just, like, walking into the library. Yes. It's, the like, library walking into Barnes so & Noble. Cozy. It is. It yeah. is. Except for then you don't, like, spend all your money like you do right. at Barnes & Noble. Did you notice how I said that? I said Barnes & Noble. Barnes mm-hmm. instead of Nobles. Yes. Did somebody, that was a past guest. Red Stick Reads. Okay, that's right. Okay. Um, The other re- recommendation I have for an indoor activity, kids, adults, you name it, all-star lanes. Um, I tend to remember the Don Carters of our childhood, yeah. which reeked of smoke. Yes, um, did. and right, like stale beer. Yes, like. I didn't know. I don't know if I knew it was stale beer at the time, but as but an adult, that's what it, it is. Stale yeah. Beer. So it, it's well, we don't have indoor smoking anymore, mm-hmm. um, which is great. So you can go and you don't leave smelling like smoke. You're out of the heat. It's fun. It's a way to kill a couple of hours, and you can do it with. If you have a group of all different ages, right? Like I had a day where I had my two nieces, Hartley and one of Hartley's friends. So I had an incoming second grader to an incoming sixth grader. Like some activities only appeal to certain age groups. 
everybody loves to bowl. And they have a lot of deals too. So you can go on their website and see their different like nightly deals or their daytime deals and things like that. And the pizza's good. Love have the they pizza. renovated that since we've been kids? It appears so. Okay. Yes. And I feel like they would have had to. So we went for one of Hartley's field trips this year and I'm like, we are not coming here enough. Like when I was there, I'm like, it's so, it's much nicer than when we were kids. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. Um, Okay, I have a couple of podcast recommendations. I'm not a reader, but I am a podcaster. Podhead, I guess. Yes, go ahead. Um, Okay, one is for adults only. And um, so don't listen to it in the car with kids because they use some colorful language. Um, But it's called Normal Gossip. My sister shared, uh, heard about it on TikTok and shared it with me. Turns out that the uh, host and creator is actually... A friend of my friend who lives in D.C. They used to live um, in the same apartment building. Okay. Um, I found that connection out after I started listening to it. But she literally takes people's real stories, their gossip about something that happened in their family, with their friend group, in their romantic relationships. She changes names. She changes minor details and tells their story with a different co-host every episode. Um, If you like celebrity gossip or normal gossip (laughs) you'll like it it's really fun more fun than I thought it would be I kind of thought am I really going to appreciate other people's gossip yes is the answer to that question okay that's fun so people submit their stories people submit their stories there's an influencer that I follow and this isn't really her thing she just does this on Sundays she does an Instagram story where she not the poll, but the one where you can respond to it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, everyone, like, anonymously submit me, like, your secrets. Mm-hmm. And she'll, like, tell them. And some of them, juicy. Juicy yes. stuff. Ooh. So is this one kind of, like, I'm going to say lighthearted. Like, I'm kind of, I'm looking Very, for more, more gossip. I'm looking for more podcasts for my walks. Yes, okay. it is lighthearted. And she did a kind of behind-the-scenes episode where she said, sometimes we get submissions, and it's just too heavy. It's not our vibe. Mm-hmm. Our vibe is lighthearted. Okay, So Perfect. I love it. Okay. I love that about it as well. And um, she does change enough details that... Because I have tried. Some of the stories get me tried to so hooked. I have tried to find them. I have taken to Reddit. And she does a good job of protecting her sources and protecting the people involved in the story. Which good for her. But, like, I would also like to follow up on their social media. Um, I do have two that you can listen into the in the car with kids. Okay. So I wanted to follow that up for, you know, my fellow parents out there. Um, these are not ones that I – normal gossip, I feel like I discovered it. Although my sister did. And honestly, Kelsey has done her work. These, I'm not going to try to claim that I've discovered. They're well-established podcasts. One is called Wow in the World, and it's a science podcast. The hosts are very seasoned podcasters, so they're good at, like, bringing your kids in and telling, you know, the information in a really fun way and keeping them engaged. And you do learn a lot. I I have learned a lot from Wow in the World. Wow in the World. And the other is called Story Pirates. And kids submit their own stories And again, seasoned podcasters and actors tell the story. They act it out. Sometimes they make it a song. Sometimes they make it like a play. It's so fun. And I always feel like anytime I have a kid in the car that has never heard it, they always say, let's go home and write our own story. So it inspires creativity, which I love. And then my last summer recommendation, um, because I see a lot on social media, um, kids, uh, 
like to do fun colors in their hair for summer. Oh, yeah. And um, some parents are willing to go to the salon and, like, commit to a permanent color. But there's also a semi-permanent option that I discovered last summer when a uh, former bachelorette, Claire Crawley, was going through a, a very public breakup. And she colored her hair pink. And people inquired about it. So it is a shampoo in and it shampoos out now. It takes about two weeks to fully wash out on blonde hair. So that is like a warning. Like Hartley does it over the summer and two weeks before school, we cut her off because we did it last summer. This is our second summer. I remember when you showed up with the pink. Yes. I had pink hair last summer. I haven't done it yet this summer. I, I was almost did it this morning, but I didn't pull the trigger. Um, the brand is called Celeb Luxury Shampoo and um, they sell it on Amazon. Okay. But it's fun for the summer for kids who want a fun summer color parents who are willing to let them do it. It's not a permanent, so shampoos, and it shampoos in with your, you know, regular bath time. It's just interesting to me that that's a thing now. That was not a thing when we were kids. See, right? it was starting to be a thing, but I was so jealous because my hair is too dark. I could never participate. Yeah. Or when I was in middle school, we did the chalk. The hair mm-hmm. chalk was a thing. Yeah. I don't think I ever did anything with my hair other than permanent. Yes. I didn't do anything until after eighth grade and I started, uh, you know, my, my journey to blonde. Yeah. You know. It's a journey. Yes, it was quite a journey. Lots of bumps, <laughs> lots of bruises, but we're in a good place. I think I'm, I'm still liking my blonde hair. Yeah. Was it a year ago I highlighted it? I think it was about a year ago. I didn't remember. And it's long. Yeah. Well, Kate, thank you for the suggestions. Yeah, yeah. I love a good summer recommendation. So now that you're a seasoned podcast host, how's that go? How's this new career going for you? Okay, I love it. I lie to people and tell them that I am like a co-host on Louisiana Ladies Podcast. We basically are. <laughs> you know, so um, I am a big, and I don't know if this is the right term or if I made it up, pod head. Like I love listening to podcasts. I listen to ton. Um, you know, you should listen to books. I, and I do. I'm actually listening to a book right now. Um, so, and, and now I'm blanking on the name. It's Gary Janetti's first book. I think it's called Mind If I Cancel. That's what it's called. Mind okay. If I Cancel. Um, he just came out with a new book called um, Start Without Me. Um, but anyway, it's just short stories. He's a great storyteller. Very um, similar to David Sedaris. Um, so I do like an audio book. And I think you the it's called Book Lovers. Yeah, mm-hmm. I enjoyed that um, snippet. I might do audiobook. Do an audiobook. Yeah. You have to actually read the book. I actually cannot do audiobooks. Yeah. As Maggie told me one time, because I'm not a good listener. Okay. So <laughs> she's like not I wrong. Need to yeah. listen to audiobooks more. I did in high school whenever I would have required reading and just did not have enough time to read um, after dance. So I would shower and put the audiobook mm-hmm. on at two times speed, and that is how oh, I would do my reading. That's a good hack. Yeah, they didn't do that. We didn't have I know. That. We didn't have that, we right? Just like, that. We, we had, had to just read the We had to go notes, by the Cliff's notes or Which the, were yeah. never enough, and yes. you still failed the test. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I would. I just made a bunch of emails so I could get the free Audible month, oh, nice. and then cancel it, or get like you could do it in Australia and in different countries. Oh, look at you! That was a good hack. Yeah, oh, that is cool. Wow. You are, but so yeah, smart, Laney. But I'm enjoying being here. I will listen back to this. I'll have plenty of notes for myself, as I always do. Oh, okay. But I hope that I'm like getting better with every appearance that I make. I don't think there's any improvement that you have to make. I think <laughs> you being you is absolutely People perfect. Like the Aww. real Kate. Oh, I, I, I do say the fans are calling for it. You know, <laughs> so, I will say this in full disclosure: like I listen to every podcast. I look so forward to when these. Well, Lainey will normally send them to me Thursday or Friday, mm-hmm. and sometimes I listen then. 
I trust Lainey, you know, but I like to listen to it on the weekend. It's just easier. To, the way she sends it to me, it's easier to listen when it comes out on Monday. And man, I mean, I crack myself up. Yeah. I don't really critique myself too yeah. much. It's all for fun. No, that's good. I just feel, let me tell you this, okay. I cannot tell you how many people have told me, one, they're like, how do you start a podcast, mm-hmm. right? And I give a thousand percent credit to Lainey because I didn't start the, I created the idea, but I did not start the podcast. And then they're like, I mean, what do you talk about? And aren't you nervous? And like the fact that you went and did that, I'm like, talking is the, I went to that conference and they were like, how did you do that? And I'm like, literally, I'm good at one thing and talking. that is talking. Yeah. Listening, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> so podcast. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm saying. People will be very impressed with your podcast oh. hosting. Well, I hope so. I hope Resume so. builder. I told Lainey yeah. it was going to be a resume builder. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> podcast creator. There you go. Love yeah. it. So, all right. Well, that was a long one. This yeah. might be our longest episode. That was a long one. I had a lot to talk. I have honestly... It was not planned for me to talk about the uh, healthy eating journey or journey to healthy eating, whatever you want to call it. Kate and I had discussed that Mm -hmm. about a year or so ago. Um, I'm still very much interested in having um, a nutritionist or somebody that's local that's maybe experienced that. Like I said, my disclaimer, I'm not -hmm. not a doctor. I'm just going through my own personal experience. Uh, it is something that's near and dear to my heart and probably to yours too, yes. Kate, just that food freedom and that healthy relationship with food and exercise. So that's what this one ended up digressing to because I did spend most of, I did spend the longest time away from home from my normal eating patterns where, you know, there was more drinking and eating out than ever before. And just the, the, the freedom, the freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that just felt like it was calling calling me yeah. to talk about it and the fact that you were here too, Kate. Yeah, that works out well. It yeah. really did. <laughs> you know, that's why I have a podcast. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> all right, everyone. Well, look, we hope that you all have a great week. We are going to be heading into 4th of July weekend. Oh, my God. I can't believe. I cannot. <sighs> yeah. Wow. So, and we've got some really um, fun guests coming up this summer. Um, I, I haven't said this in a while, but if you are interested to be a guest, Please feel free to send us a DM through Instagram. Um, you can't email us, but I feel like Instagram is the, the best way to get in touch with us. Oh, and we'd love to schedule you to come on and hear your story. Yeah. Love it. All right, guys. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.